0: Are Locked on Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thank you for joining us for a special weekend edition bonus edition of the podcast. Alabama and BYU 46 days away from today. Well, maybe not just 46 days, but we'll continue with our player countdown series as well as discussing a little bit about the proposed new matchup for BYU to open up their college football season. Big time name with the Crimson Tide and we'll talk about all of it on a special edition of the podcast it begins right now. What's up, my friends? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for The Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download your original daily podcast, focused on the BYU Cougars, with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Kicking off today's show, most of you have seen the news by now, but if you haven't, BYU reportedly going to be playing Alabama to open up the college football season. Of course, there are caveats to all of this, and the report coming from Matt Zenitz from AL.com does a great job covering the Crimson Tide. He is part of their team that covers SEC football and Alabama for the Alabama Network. And uh, This is not a report from BYU fans. This is a report from Alabama. And obviously, Alabama had their game against USC to open up the season at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Cancelled after the Pac-12 decided to opt for a conference game-only model. And that meant Alabama was looking for a new team to play. A lot of reports were out there that Notre Dame and the Crimson Tide were in negotiations. But then that was refuted by Greg Sankey. um, And Greg, sorry, not Greg Sankey, Greg Byrne, excuse me the AD at Alabama saying we're not playing Notre Dame this year, but then the report comes out from Matt Zenitz yesterday from AL.com saying that BYU is in talks or working towards a deal to play Alabama to open up the college football season with the caveat. If the sec does not go to a conference game, only model themselves. Now, This would be a marvelous addition to the BYU football uh, schedule after losing five Power 5 games after the cancellation of those games by the Big Ten and the Pac-12. To put a a literal... National title contender year in and year out and the Alabama Crimson Tide on your schedule it would be a marvelous addition for BYU at the 11th hour almost when it comes to scheduling college football games. But both parties obviously in need of games. Here's hoping that it gets played and it gets done. I guess it's the biggest thing They have to get the contract signed, etc. I'm sure it'll have an out uh, should the COVID-19 pandemic force a uh, force a cancellation of it. But still... What a marvelous addition to the BYU football schedule if it does come to fruition. Uh, still trying to get some people on from Alabama to talk a little bit about what the Crimson Tide and the Cougars, uh, what t- that type of matchup would show. I can tell you this much. I'm thinking BYU's probably going to lose that game, but you never know. You never know. Uh, Alabama looking to find a new quarterback this season after losing to a Tanga Vailoa to the NFL and the Miami Dolphins. So they'll have a new quarterback under center for Alabama. But Nick Saban, man. He recruits at the highest of the high levels in college football. There are five stars littered around the roster for Alabama. Very rarely do you see a three-star join, uh, join their recruiting class, but it happens every so often, and it would be a great game for BYU if they're able to land Alabama. Obviously, there's still a lot to be done with BYU schedule that only be one of five games uh, being made up for BYU and there's still plenty of opportunity for games to be canceled coming up here because who knows what the Mountain West is going to do the Mac all these other conferences what the SEC in addition because BYU also has Missouri on the schedule what is going to shake out with these other conferences I think most of the conferences are very much taking a wait-and-see approach. There's been a lot of talk that at the end of the month, which is coming up here. We're, uh, what, July 19th today. Uh, the end of the month was really going to be kind of the crucible to see if, okay, we can play regularly scheduled games. We need to reduce the schedule. We need to push it back. We're going to find out more about this in the coming weeks. But the good news is BYU very much in discussions with multiple programs about re- adding them to their schedule. Uh, Alabama... Top shelf. There's no doubt about it. I talked to somebody inside the BYU football program about this and they said that, yeah, we love having Alabama on the schedule, but let's not schedule five Alabamas to make up on the schedule. That would be an absolute bear trap for BYU to try and get through that. But still, if you can get any power five teams at this time to get on your schedule, whether they're from the ACC, the big 12, other SEC teams, whatever it is, Tom Homo, I can guarantee has had discussions with multiple programs. In fact, I know he has in talking with some sources that discussions have been had with multiple teams across multiple Power 5 conferences. And obviously the Big Ten and the the Pac-12 are out on this. But there's three other conferences to discuss games with that had games canceled in their own right. So I would expect that BYU probably adds at least one, two, three more games back onto the schedule. Who knows where it ultimately goes. I still think about 10 games. Is going to be kind of the sweet spot, I think, for most programs around the country when all is said and done. But, hey, we'll find out. BYU will be happy to schedule anybody as a big name. And I don't think none many bigger than Alabama. So a fantastic addition to the BYU football schedule right there if it ultimately does come to fruition. So we'll talk more about this as the week progresses coming up here on Locked On Cougars. Uh, get some people on from Alabama to talk about the matchup. Excited to uh, be on WJOX down there in Birmingham tomorrow, actually. I'll be on air with them to talk about BYU and the upcoming game, potentially. So if you happen to be in Alabama and you want to hear me on the radio, there's your opportunity to do so. I'll be on about uh, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. It's 11 a.m. Central Time and noon for you guys out there on the East Coast. All right, coming up here in just a second, we will get to our player countdown series. Tom Homo, a guy we just mentioned, well, he is a finalist on today's roundtable or the finalist poll for the greatest Cougar to win the number 46 as we count you down to the college football season. We'll get to our finalists and who ultimately won the vote here in just a second before we do that, though. Reminder for you guys. Please leave us a rating and review of this podcast, especially if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. The five-star ratings very much help us build an audience here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. And in addition, it gets you entered to win some BYU Nike gear that I've got. Our first giveaway will be coming up this week, so make sure you don't delay. Leave us a rating and review. Leave us a sentence or two of what you like about the podcast. And make sure to make it a five-star rating, and you'll be entered to win some BYU Nike gear from us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. All right, guys, our finalist for the number 46, the best Cougar torn that number in our player countdown series. This is a pretty star-studded field for the finalists amongst this group. Let's start off. Linebacker Shane Muirbrook made the list. Defensive back Tom Homo, you now know him as BYU Director of Athletics Tom Homo, also were the number 46 before going on to win four Super Bowl titles with the San Francisco 49ers. Linebacker Kelly Papinga, currently the co-defensive coordinator out there at Virginia, and then also former BYU linebacker Kobe Bachwalt made up our finalist list on this. And having a lot of fun with this as we continue on here, we are on the downhill slide towards the season here, number 46 today, number 45 tomorrow, and on it goes. And it's exciting. It's crazy to think that college football is getting that close. We're just over a month out from what is expected to be the opening day for college football. We'll see if that ultimately comes to fruition. Uh, obviously, BYU, if they want to begin practices, they got to have more games on the schedule. Because as it stands, with your opener currently slated for October 2nd against Utah State, that means BYU couldn't open practices until, I believe, August 21st. Uh, I had to to Jerem Jordan for doing the math on that. And that would be kind of... I guess less than ideal that you, when you thought you were maybe be a week or two out from your opener to actually finally just be starting your six week ramp up to the season. That's why BYU is very much in negotiations with programs like Alabama to get people back onto the schedule so they can get things going here. But that aside, uh, the finalist on today's list, the winner actually for the fan vote was former BYU linebacker Shane Muirbrook. Of course, the former uh, defensive MVP of the Cotton Bowl game for BYU, just a marvelous player. And Muirbrook, uh, I thought was a pretty solid selection. I was surprised that he got over 50% of the overall vote on this though. So he finished with 50.5% of the vote Tom Homo, the current athletic director at BYU, finished in second with 27%. Kelly Pipino with 20.7%. And then Kobe Bachwell coming up in the rear with 1.8%. So Shane Muirbrook, the pick as the best Cougar to have worn this number. And I, looking at this and reading up on how these players did in their careers, I was really torn be, between both Homo and, and also Shane Muirbrook. Both of them fantastic players in BYU uniform. But ultimately it came down to, okay, If we're going back, if I'm looking back on what the best player did in a BYU uniform, well, that is probably the tiebreaker I probably should go with. And when I was reading up on this, I loved watching Shea Mirabek play. I thought that he was one of my favorite players growing up. Of course, the captain of the 1996 team doesn't hurt him in any way, shape, or form, but... I was like, hey, can I take it away from Tom Homo and what he did in a BYU uniform? Because Homo had 13 interceptions as a Cougar, uh, taking two of them back for touchdowns. He's an honorable mention All-American. His final year, first team all whack. And But I just looked at it and said, okay, well, we're going to compare these two. Here's what Shane Muir- Muirbrick did. He had 11 tackles with six sacks in that Cotton Bowl win being named as the uh MVP, defensive MVP of that game. He was second team all whack as a sophomore, first team all whack as a junior and senior, and then also the 1996 WAC defensive player of the year. So, I'm Siding with you guys who voted in Shane Brook, and he is the greatest Cougar to have worn the number 46. If Tom Homo hears this, and I see him at a media event in the near future, I'm not going to be surprised if he gives me a dirty look. But hey, I, I have to go with uh, what happened in a BYU uniform. If you want to go pro career, Tom Homo wins it outright. Four Super Bowl rings with the San Francisco 49ers. Three of them as a player, one as a coach. Also went on to be a coach at Cal. Didn't have a great tenure there. But as an athletic director... You got to give Tom Homo his props because as, as an independent, BYU is responsible for scheduling all 12 or 13 games each year. And that falls largely on the shoulders of Tom Homo. And he's done a marvelous job, by and large, putting these games and schedules together. And it's unfortunate that BYU saw this schedule this year, which would have been the fi- one of the finest in BYU history, blown to pieces in just, what, a 48-hour period. But if he can get Alabama back on the schedule, that's a great showing for him as the athletic director at BYU. But just talking about players in a a nutshell, Shane Muirbrook, the best Cougar to in the number 46, and I don't think it's close. The razor wire tattoo on on his upper arm was absolutely phenomenal and just a man possessed. Like I said, the 11 tackles with six sacks in the Cotton Bowl game. Man, just a great player. And Muirbrook, a guy that I always loved watching because he just played with reckless abandon. I've talked to guys who played on that team with him. I've actually interviewed uh, Shea in the past during my uh, days in the radio f- world. And he's a good dude. There's no doubt about it. But people I've talked to who knew him best that played with him at BYU said that he just played every play as if it was his last. And I think that is very evident. If you watched him play in a Cougar uniform. So Shane Muirbrook today, number 46, the best Cougar to have worn that number in BYU history. Coming up tomorrow, number 45. It's a showdown between both BYU men's basketball legends and BYU football legends. We'll see where the vote shakes out in that, in regards to that for these former Cougars. All right, that's going to do it for another special bonus edition of the podcast as our player countdown series rolls on. Also wanted to get you guys some thoughts on the Alabama series for BYU I think it's a marvelous setup if you can land this. Obviously, you want to land a few more games. You don't want to play one game uh, Labor Day weekend and then have a whole month off before you play Utah State. And, but I'm sure that if BYU is able to lock in some of these games. You could see them getting back into practice right away. And we'll see what happens with this as we get closer and closer to the college football season. But the good news is, it sounds like BYU really doing some work on the recruiting front. I guess, not recruiting front, but recruiting for scheduling purposes. And speaking of Tom Homo, but... We'll see what happens. I'm excited to catch up with some people this week, talk a little bit more about that. Also on tomorrow's podcast, a great conversation with the great Brett Siancia from the Pick 6 previews. Get his thoughts on BYU and the jump he thinks they can make this coming season if they get on the field, speaking of the Cougars. So fun conversation. Stay tuned for that tomorrow. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for July 19th, 2020. We'll catch you guys in the morning.